Hey, thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Today, I got to interview Shea Gunther, who hosts the Marijuana Today podcast. It has over one and a half million downloads uh, for 2018. So I thought that was really impressive. And I reached out to him to ask him about some things that podcasters might, um, like myself, need to know when I'm going through this journey. And um, I just like to point out that the interview was not about the content of his podcast, but rather the business of podcasting itself. I don't know anything about marijuana. I've never used it. I've never like I don't catch up on the news. Um, I just interviewed him because he is someone with a lot of experience in the podcasting world and is someone that pays the bills with the job. And that was a different, um, it's a different perspective from when I interviewed Nick, who does it for fun. So it was interesting to get these two different perspectives. And I really want to thank Cher for doing this interview and talking about um, what it's like being a full-time podcaster. So uh, I saw your post. So this is like basically like what, um, what I've been, how I like found your podcast so I saw your post on Reddit and um, I just started a podcast. So I was just like browsing around the subreddit and I interviewed another podcaster beforehand who talked about like he's just doing it for fun. He's not doing it as a job or anything. And he told me about like how his dream is to have like like a million downloads. And then I saw your post on Reddit and I was like, I thought it would be interesting to get a perspective from both sides one side from someone that's just making it for fun with his friends and another side from someone who's actually like making money off of it and is like is doing it as a real job so that's how that's how i reached out to you that's why i reached out cool yeah i like that premise yeah so basically um i started this podcast because i'm a high schooler and i'm learning about different jobs uh recently i just like interviewed a water treatment plant operator I interviewed Kevin McLeod. He's a composer. Just like a really different like array of careers. And I think this one is really interesting too. It's like definitely really unique. It's not like most like nine to five jobs where you sit in a cubicle. It's like something that um, is really different than most jobs. So that's why I thought like yours is really unique. Yeah, I've I've kind of <clears throat> for most of my I, I think most of my life I've I've always kind of made up my own job. So uh, uh-huh. this, yeah, this is no exception to that. Uh-huh. Okay, um, what would you say your job title is? So um, I guess uh, my job title it's I'm a, I'm a podcaster. Uh, uh-huh. I own I own a, a small media company, but the the media company is is mostly me full time, and then I have a, a few uh, part time people. So. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm CEO of a, of a one person company. Uh, uh-huh. so I don't like to call myself. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually call myself a CEO. That's uh-huh. um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a podcaster. Yeah. So podcaster. I, I make, I make a living podcasting. Yep. So, uh, what would you say your job description is? Uh, yeah. So I, I make podcasts. I produce I produce a daily show. That's, uh, that's a news podcast. Um, I, my, my niche is the world of, uh, of, of legal marijuana business. So in uh, more than 30 States now, uh, marijuana is legal in, in some form. And what I do is I focus on, I'm like, um, the MSNBC or the CNN or, uh, I, I take, you know, marijuana business news seriously. Uh-huh. So 
Um, I wake up every morning and I, I read lots of news and I find out the most important stories and then I put a podcast together huh. for uh, for my listeners. And then I have a couple of other weekly shows that um, that I either own and produce or uh, or other companies pay me to produce it for them. So mm-hmm. um, so my day is spent reading news and writing news, uh, recording and making podcasts, uh, editing podcasts. Uh, dealing with sponsors, um, you know, both trying to find new ones and, you know, dealing with existing ones. And then there's a thousand little things that you got to do just when you own a business. You got to make sure bills are paid. You got to make sure paperwork's uh, just all that kind of stuff that's not as fun, but you got to do it if you want a business. So did you know that you wanted to be a podcaster from an early age? Uh, no, no, not at all. Uh so I, I, I started up a, my weekly podcast four and a half years ago, and it was mostly just as a, as a hobby. Uh, it was something fun to do with some friends. It was actually the, the, the weekly show, the weekly show that I have now that, that is, you know, part of my business. But, uh-huh. uh, originally it was just something we did, you know, just because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly hadn't even really listened to that many podcasts before that. Um, I listen to some now, but, um, no, I was more of a writer. I was a, oh, I was, okay. I was actually a professional blogger. Um, that was kind of the job that I ended up um, kind of making up. Is um, yeah. So I was, I was a one of the people who got paid to you know pro- professionally blog. So I, I wrote mm. about environmental topics. Uh-huh. So green energy, uh, renewable, um, uh, just just green technology and all um, uh, the political world. That's kind of how I got mm-hmm. you know, to news. And uh, yeah, and then. Um, about two, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, I just things lined up right, and I just decided to make it, uh, make it my my actual job uh, and shoot it as a business. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, I'm going to start up the, start up the company and started yeah trying to make it something that paid the bills. Uh huh. Yeah, that's really interesting. So it just started off as like a thing you did for fun, and then it just like streamlined into this thing that. Uh, was your full-time job basically yeah well the i was lucky because i have a i have a the right niche um you know the world of legal business is is growing it's uh you know it's 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 a really lucrative space so there's lots of companies that you know want to uh, advertise to people who you know who care about the topic Mm -hmm. so i just i was i was Uh lucky to be in the right place at the right time to be able to Uh monitor turn the podcast into something that, that would pay the bills. So, yeah. um, yeah, eventually, you know, the, the traffic just got big enough that uh-huh. you know, there was an easy case to make sponsors. So like you got in at like an early time and it was like, it hit just right. Yeah. I mean, my time, yeah, our timing was right. I mean, we started up the, you know, the, the, our weekly show, um, it'll be five years ago this summer. Uh-huh. So it was, yeah, I mean, there was podcasting was still, you know, popular, um, mm-hmm. at, at that time. It wasn't like, you know, no one had heard of podcasting, but mm-hmm. I bet there's maybe two or three times more podcast listeners now than there were five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't actually know the numbers, but um, so I could be totally wrong about that. But uh-huh. it is definitely some big factor, uh, some big increase, you know, uh-huh. just even over three years, um, podcasting has really kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. So um, how did you first find out about podcasting? Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I live on the internet, so I mean, I, I was uh-huh. aware of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, way back. Um, I, I never really, really listened to him though. Cause just, uh, I don't, I always work at home, so I don't have 
uh, an opportunity to, or a reason to listen to the car. And I just, I just never took up the, you know, the, the habit. So, uh, but I, I have a background in editing video and I just, I, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. You know, lots of things on the computer. So when we started the podcast, it was, it was, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'll, I'm use it. So, um, so yeah, it was, it wasn't, I mean, it was, it wasn't hard to, to figure out. It just, you just got to do it. Uh huh. So, what would you say like the process is like on a daily basis? I know you kind of like touched upon it beforehand, but like, can you go like a little like in depth, like um, what are like some key things that you do every day? Okay. Yeah, totally. So uh, I will take you through, I guess a, a more detailed breakdown of my day. So uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Um, so I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I, uh, make coffee, go upstairs, sit down on my computer. And I have about anywhere from five to a thousand, 500 to a thousand headlines, uh, waiting wow. for in my, uh, in my RSS reader. So I have different searches set up for, uh, different phrases, uh, you know, all the States, you know, Maine marijuana, California, marijuana, Colorado, marijuana business, um, about a hundred different searches that puts, all those headlines in front of me that I need to then look and scan. So I, I scan all those headlines and I figure out every day there's anywhere from 50 to about 80 relevant stories for the industry every day. I grab all those. I organize them into an email that uh, gets sent out by seven o'clock. So I have, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people that subscribe to, uh, to my, to my email newsletter Mm -hmm. Seven o'clock, they get that first email, which uh, consists of just the headlines, uh, the links to the story, and you know the publication that published it. Mm-hmm. And then they're all organized by state because legal marijuana is very state specific. So mm-hmm. people who are just interested in California, you know, they they just want California, maybe Colorado too, but you know they're they're really looking at news by location. So that's that's the service that I provide to the, you know, to them. And, and the people that read that email are, you know, people who are in, in the industry. Um, a lot of people who, who work in the industry, um, you know, people who lead companies. So, uh, it's, it's, yeah, who people who are making decisions in, in, in the industry. So by seven o'clock that goes out, uh, then between seven o'clock and anywhere between 11 o'clock or noon is when I actually produce the, the my first or my uh, my podcast. So what I have to do is I have to start with those relevant headlines, you know, the 50 or 60 or so, and figure out, okay, here are the 10 most important stories. Uh, and then I open up those stories and then I, I write news. So if, if you've ever listened to NPR, yeah, my, yeah. My, oh, my show is familiar. It's, uh-huh. it's really... You know, in California today, here's what happened. In Colorado, here's what happened. It's, you know, re- really just straight to the point. And yeah. so in anywhere from eight to ten minutes, I get through those ten stories. Uh-huh. And, and uh, yeah, and then it goes up by 11 o'clock or noon. I publish to, you know, to my sites. I uh, send out actually an email to another newsletter list. Um, I, I publish to Twitter, a bunch of different places. Uh-huh. And by, yeah, about lunchtime, uh, my, I guess my formal work for the, you know, that podcast is done, um, from there, depending on what day of the week it is, um, I will either produce you know, a weekly show or I might record a show or I might just do some of the other, you know, the, all those other little housekeeping things that I, I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Um, so I'm, you know, on Monday is when I produce the kind of our main flagship weekly show. Uh-huh. 
And that means that pretty much all Monday I just I just work. So I wake up five, and I usually wrap up around uh, eight p.m. is an early day. Uh, wow. It can be as ten ten thirty. Um, you know, and I mean that's you know I'm 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 it's not like I'm strapped to my desk every minute of the day. You uh-huh. know, I mean when I get up and do stuff, but uh, but yeah, I mean Mondays are definitely long. Uh-huh. Um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are longer because I have other shows that I have to produce. Uh, Friday I record a show in the afternoon, so mm-hmm. I'm hired. I was hired by another company. Uh, they pay me to per, to edit and produce their show, and on Fridays I get on Skype with them. There's two hosts and they have a guest and then just like you're interviewing me, uh-huh. they their guests, I record it and then I, I put it together. So um so so yeah, that's uh-huh. that's life of a of a podcaster. Yeah. Uh on Saturdays I then I wake up and I produce I produce one newsletter Saturday morning. So uh-huh. by eight o'clock or so Saturday mornings I'm done for the weekend. Wow. That's really interesting. that's like definitely different than like your standard like, you know, sit at the cubicle nine to five. Yeah, that's like really, uh, definitely really interesting. Um, I, I mean, it's it's a it's a ton of work, but uh-huh. I control it. And if I ever need to take time off, I I can because I'm the boss. So uh-huh. yeah. So, um, where did you learn how to like? Because like you talked about how uh, you edit videos and you produce, um, like you produce different things. Yeah, like how did you learn how to edit and produce? I started. I started, uh, I guess, doing creative work, I guess, really in high school. Um, when I was in high school, uh, way back in the 90s, which I, I know was forever ago, but <laughs> we, we did have computers back then. And in my at my high school, uh, we were lucky to have a really awesome graphic design teacher uh-huh. who you know, did things like went after uh, you know federal grants and, and got computer equipment and, and got a really well-stocked uh, graphic design and, and creative lab. So mm-hmm. I had this awesome space to kind of figure out that I was good at this stuff. I liked it. And yeah. And then when I, when I went to college, I, um, I, I actually studied graphic design and uh, then it kind of a, kind of a complicated long story. But when I was in <laughs> This is funny because when I, when I was in college, I was actually a, a student drug reform activist. Uh-huh. So um, if you probably haven't heard of this, but there's a group called Students for Sensible Drug Policy um, or SSDP. And it's a group now that has about 300 chapters um, across the country. Um, but I, I so I started the first chapter. Um, so I started the first chapter back uh, in 1997 in Rochester, New York. And I ended up uh, getting booted out of college for it because I was kind of a wow. little a radical student drug activist. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, from that, when I was studying graphic design, I ended up, um, after getting kicked out of college, I started up a, uh, a dot com um, back, uh-huh. way, way back in the day. Uh, I have no idea if, if you know about this history, but uh, there's something called the dot com boom mm-hmm. where if, in the 90s, if you had this crazy idea for an internet something or other, and you could pitch the story well enough and get in front of the right people, people would give you millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same way now, but it, the, the bar was a little bit lower for getting lots of money. So um, what ended up happening is when I was uh, 20, me and my friend went out and raised uh, about uh, $20 million in venture capital. Wow. And started up uh, like a dot com back in the day when... Uh-huh had cell phones internet was slow uh-huh. and 
we ended up burning through it in about three years. So um, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't awesome to burn through $20 million, but at the same time, it was awesome to burn through $20 million. So, uh, <clears throat> but that kind of got me started on the entrepreneurial path. And really, yeah, it was, it was when I, I mean, I was doing all the creative design work, you know, for, for our startup. So it, it, uh-huh. it just something that, yeah, that from there came naturally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I'm good at the stuff. I'm, you know, like I'm not a great graphic designer. I'm, I'm, I'm good at like, a, am good at lots of different things. Uh-huh. And I, you know, there's some things, I mean, I'm, I think I'm great at podcasting. Um, I think I, I landed uh-huh. in that, that niche, but, uh, but yeah, I, I've always kind of just done lots mm-hmm. of different, things. I like making things. So, mm-hmm. so, um, what is something that you didn't expect when you first started on the podcasting journey? Uh, I, it's taken a little bit longer for, I mean, it took a little bit longer for the, for like the money to, to actually work, uh, than I thought it, uh, uh mm-hmm. an optimistic guy, I guess probably maybe a overly optimistic, guy, but I'm also not really great at uh, doing sales. So it's important to mm-hmm. sell your work. So, uh, it, that, that's really what it was. It just, it, it took me a while to, to kind of get that, that deck clicking. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, it's funny because like everything is kind of working exactly as I thought it would otherwise. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I listened to your podcast and it's like really nicely produced. It's like uh, everything is greatly organized. Like um, you can tell like there's like a storyline throughout. It's like the standard like um, good podcast that you would hear anywhere else. So thank you. Uh, yeah, I would like to ask you what 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 motivates you? to yeah what motivates you on a daily basis uh, i i like i mean lots of things i i, I like money uh, i like eating uh-huh. uh uh but i mean broader i mean bigger picture is that i like making things mm-hmm. uh I, I really like making things mm-hmm. i like i like sharing information you know like if i'm the that friend who you know sends you four videos because you know because they think you would like it and uh-huh. news stories and i'm i'm just naturally a a sharer and curator and i you know I, I read lots of news and like so it's it's really just like i would be i would be throwing my thoughts out or you know somewhere anyways even if i wasn't podcasting so mm-hmm. really just kind of channeling this natural energy that i just i can't really do anything with otherwise so yeah and I can tell like you're really passionate about it and like you love doing what you do and it like reflects on your work. Thanks. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really bad at doing things I'm not into. So uh-huh. yeah, I think I'm the same way. Like when I, I try to get into something, but then uh, I don't really like it. And then like, it just goes nowhere. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, you gotta find the things that you like yep. and the things good at and the things that someone will pay you for that's that's the dream job uh-huh those, those exactly. three and i think like you nailed it so oh yeah i, yeah. I definitely absolutely have my dream job mm-hmm. it doesn't get any dreamier than this uh, well if I, if I was paid like a hundred times more <laughs> uh-huh. be a little dreamier but <laughs> uh-huh. i'm doing okay so I'm, yeah mm-hmm. so um what would you say like um the process is like when you find uh finding people to interview because i know you have a lot of people that um are on the podcast yes 
we it's it's act that's actually not really hard because well so uh my daily show it's just me uh so i don't have to deal with anyone which is kind of nice the uh-huh. the weekly show is actually a a so every week we have a show with one host and you know anywhere from one to two or three regulars but all those people kind of come from the same pool so we have you know about 12 12 or 13 people now um who you know we kind of pull together for a show so the there's three hosts they have a schedule. They know kind of, you know, who's doing what show that week. And then they have to reach out to, you know, all those other people in our regulars, you know, who are our regulars to say, um, you know, hey, this week, can you do a show with me? And then and then they they produce it. Hmm. The I produce a, a show for another company called the Green Rush podcast. And that show is an interview show where it's two hosts interviewing different people each week. Uh-huh. And that is a situation where they actually do all that work. Um, they figure out who they want to talk to and they interview that or they, you know, uh, get in touch with them, schedule it. And then, um, yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm not actually, uh, need involved at all in there. So, um, yeah, so that, those probably aren't great helpful answers. Uh, if, if you, <laughs> if you have a podcast though, and you're, you're trying to find people, um, it's, it's actually surprising. I mean, people want to be on mm-hmm, podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, so, so you, you will definitely find yourself being pitched to, you know, I, I get, probably on a slow day, two or three emails, you know, wow, okay. that, you know, just from people pitching, uh-huh. you know, or either people or products or story, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Stories. like they want to advertise so, themselves to your audience. Exactly. And, and there's a whole world of, you know, PR firms and PR agencies mm-hmm. that that's the job, you know, they, they're, there's media lists, uh, and, and it's one of those things where you get on the media list and then, and then you're just on them. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so you'll get hit up by lots of people. Okay. Um, I don't want to take up that much more of your time. So I'll have one more last question for you. Um, what does the future look like? Uh, I assume you, you mean for yeah. me, uh, yeah, uh, the, for you. the world, I think it's, it's, it's pretty grim, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> optimistic. uh uh, I am hopeful that by this time next year, my little mostly one person operation is a, you know, three to five person operation. Mm-hmm. And I would like to, I mean, my, my, my kind of short term goal right now is to start is to build something that is bigger than me and that, um, mm-hmm. someday I can actually kind of step back from and exit from, mm-hmm. um, cause I'm not, not mm-hmm. getting it younger. And yeah, I would like to, I would like to build something that, um, yeah, that that could be a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, because from what I can see right now, you're like you're kind of like a media company that like um, specifies in this one thing, and um, I didn't realize that you also had like newsletters and you had like um, other forms of ways to reach an audience so i thought that was really interesting that you don't only do the podcast you also like reach out to other people with newsletters and um you find the headlines so i thought that was really uh, interesting email an email list is really important to have um so if if you're yeah i mean if you have a podcast figure out a way to build an email list because uh-huh. uh, yeah i mean that's just, that's just gold um mm-hmm. you, i mean you having a way to contact the people who yeah. are interested in your stuff is is yeah, it's it's vital. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to be it. Um I really I really like to thank you for doing this. Uh, I really learned a lot about like the business side of podcasting, but also like um 
just like podcasting in general and what it's like. And I'd really like to thank you for uh, doing this interview. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And and uh, I, let me just say that I think it's awesome that you're doing a podcast. Um, I yeah, it's 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 a lot of work. I know how much uh, work it is doing a podcast. And anyone who makes a podcast about anything, no matter what, like what it is, what it sounds like, I have crazy amounts of respect for them. So, uh-huh. uh, all right, thanks a lot. Cool. All right, all have right. a good one. Bye bye. That was my interview with Shea Gunther. He was really intelligent and he really knew a lot about podcasting. And I learned a lot of new things from a different perspective than I normally would have, like from the business side of podcasting and how that works. So I'd really like to thank Shea for doing this. And um, that's pretty much it. You heard all of it. It was really interesting listening from a first-hand experience of what it was like becoming a podcaster, what it's like on a daily basis, and uh, what the future is like. Um, Thank you for listening to the Major Job Podcast. Um, Remember to follow me on Instagram, uh, at Major Jobs Podcast. And if you have an interesting job or something that um, people might find interesting that you uh, do on a daily basis and you make money off of, you can send me an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com. Anyways, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.